Good morning, everyone. You know, it was great to uh, to come back this last week. Uh, Nate and Becky and Kim and I and Brian and Tamina were at uh, the district pastors and wives retreat and down in uh, Sun River. Yes, it was great. Just want to say thank you to everyone who uh, into this church who allows us to go to things like that. We had a speaker. His name was Dr. Gary Oliver, and he happened to be speaking on conflict in marriage. So uh, I, through the first session, I kept listening to him. He's a theologian and a psychologist. I kept listening to him. I think, am I getting it right as I go through this series with you? And then when we get, we're on our way back, Kim says, you know, I really want us to, we had four sessions. I want us to, on our day off, to spend, go through over the next four weeks, to go through one ses- session, and we can just talk it through. And I said... Why? <laughs> to which she says, so we can apply it. I said, this isn't about us applying it. This is so I can give great stuff to our people. <laughs> and she says, I don't think so. <laughs> and then we had two opportunities this last week to apply it. Realized how clueless I was on this stuff. But um, that's not what we're doing this week. We're actually doing it next week. We're going to be dealing with the issue of emotions and anger. And uh, what do you do with that in the midst of conflict? And I've got some very recent stories to share. So anyhow, good stuff, just in terms of pressing that stuff through. But uh, today is a special day. You know, it was uh, almost 13 years ago, this January 1st, that we uh, had a young man and his young wife. They were really young, 24 and 21, uh, come to this church as youth pastors after uh, some very, very difficult years for us um, as a church, for those of you who were back then, pre-2001. And uh, they're just very ugly years at points, and uh, where we had have difficult times with just youth pastors. And to say, to, to leave it at that, and uh, I remember sitting in the uh, hot tub with Brian as we were, he was candidating, I said, Brian, I said, you're my last shot at this. <laughs> you know, you're my last shot to be able to take and just uh, have a, a man in here that we that really is able to kind of grow with us as a culture, as a church, and just minister to youth and beyond. And over that 13 years, you know, we've seen God grow Brian, and Brian has seen God use him to grow me <laughs> uh, through a lot of times. And uh, so he will complete 13 years, I believe, this coming January 1st. Now, I don't know how many of you are aware, but that is really, really unusual. Most youth pastors last two to three years and before they move on. To, to have a, a young guy who comes and becomes an old guy, um, it's, quite a, it's quite a feat and quite a privilege. And just Not a, nearly as old as you, though. That's true, but <laughs> when you came, I was younger. That's true. <laughs> so, but but you've know. always had more hair than me. That's, that's true, I did, I did. I uh, used to have more, so... But, um, but it's been a great privilege to have Brian and Tamina. And then uh, Brian has spent the last three months on sabbatical. And so we're just going to give him a chance to come and share just what are some of the God moments that God, where God met him over the last three months because he left August 4th and is now back. Uh, what are some of the things that God taught him? And then we're going to give you all a chance to share just how has Brian directed you to Christ, to Jesus? Because it's not about attaching 
us in an effort to attach us to you or attach you to us. It's about you and Jesus, and we just happen to be a mediary uh, moving in that direction. So, Brian, why don't you come on up, and you can begin with the sharing about what God has done in your life, and then we'll, uh, we'll get, open it up. So, Well, um, the first thing is I just I want to say thank you. Um, Sabbaticals are, are interesting things. You know, I think in the academic world it's, it's big, but also in the, in the ministry world it's big. But outside of that, it's, it's a, a unique thing. And so I just want to say thank you. You know, having three months uh, that it wasn't vacation. Um, there was definitely things that we, I, I was trying to accomplish, but it, it still was a unique time of um, just being able to step away. So my first month, August, uh, the whole goal was disengagement, um, and I don't think I knew how much uh, emotional disengagement, I'm not necessarily the most emotionally aware guy at times, and so um, just being able to in- disengage emotionally was, just, was, was huge. Um, I was able to uh, pack up my house and put it into uh, storage thingies, uh, units, um, so that was awesome, <clears throat> and then uh, uh, we were able to do some vacation with some family, and I, I got to spend some time with my my, my parents. Uh, Tamina and I and the kids went back to New York and um, just got three weeks with my mom and dad and my brother, uh, and that's just awesome. You know, my, my grandma passed away in February, and my parents are living in my grandma's house, so it was just a surreal moment when I was walking down my my grandma's steps, but now that is my mom and dad's steps, and just not sure when I'm going to get back there and not sure what's going on with my dad. My dad has... Uh, uh, multiple myeloma cancer. He's got uh, um, blood cancer, and so uh, he's doing treatments now, and he's doing well, but um, just it was nice to be with, with family. Um, and then we flew back here. Kids started up school, and we moved out of our house, and we were homeless for 10 days, you know, and so we lived with uh, Tamina's parents and were um, commuting to South Hill every morning, taking the kids to school. So that gave me lots of time for reading and reflection and because and, uh, that second month, September, was all about just heart prep and, and what does God want to do in me? Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm not perfect. Um, and I have a lot of head trash, my own issues, that I just needed to work through. And, and it was during this time and, and, and also uh, in August where God was really bringing to mind and helping me understand love. Um, as a dad, I go to work, you know, five, six days a week. My wife stays home with the kids all the time. So she's used to being around the kids all the time. Well, I, I'm not. And so uh, it was an adjustment for me to, to learn how to parent well, being around them all the time. And um, so God was really working on me with, with what does it mean to love uh, both my wife and my kids well. And then, you know, not being here being out of community and in some, in some ways uh, was just like there was this void in me. Like, I miss my family in terms of my church family. And so God really started working in my heart and my, my mind just on this whole community and this whole love piece. Um, so September, uh, um, just moving into our house and, and also um, doing some reading, doing a lot of reflecting, um, and uh, started a class on uh, Wired for Life, which is an assessment tool to help uh, just 
uh, one, give Martin and I a common language because uh, Martin's gone through this assessment tool, but also um, just help me understand myself and, and also maybe help uh, lead other people towards understanding how God has created them and wired them. And then October, it just, the, the fire hose just happened. You know, I spent the first week of October in Kansas City with a mentor of mine. And from the moment I touched down in Kansas City on Monday to the moment I left Kansas City on Friday, constant conversation and every aspect of my leadership was challenged by my mentor um, to the point of uh, I told him to be quiet on several occasions. Um, I used those words too. It was really nice. Um, and uh, during October, I read five books, went to a youth ministry conference. Uh, I did a three-day consult of a church that was struggling. Um, overall, I read seven books, well, six and a half, one on half to three-quarters of the way through. Um, and if anyone knows me, that's a lot of reading for me. Um, but there were some major themes throughout. And that's, that's the things I want to encourage you with. And, you know, <clears throat> some of the major themes were just not letting guilt and shame be what holds you back from what God wants to do in you and through you. Um, we all live with a lot of guilt and shame of what we think people expect of us or what we expect of ourselves. And a lot of times that holds us back, that debilitates us to the point where we don't lead well or we don't live for, for Christ well. And fear is another thing is, you know, what, what, what's holding me back? You know, one of the books is just talking about, hey, we can't let fear hold us back from going the direction we know God is leading us. One of the, one of the books talked about how Christian leaders can't lead through fear and intimidation, but they need to lead out of love, which brings me back to that, that first idea of that whole love piece, learning what love is. And um, during my time, went to five different churches, uh, some of the churches I went to on several occasions, um, and just being a visitor is crazy. Like, I've been in three churches since my sophomore year of high school, and two of them I was on paid staff. So I've got some longevity in some churches, and, and um, I've been in community with, with my, my church family for a long time. So to be taken out of that was really hard for me. To walk into a church and not know anyone um, was hard. And, and again, that, that whole idea of what community means. I, I don't know if you guys realize this, but, but God has created us for community. And when we worship together in relationship with one another, God just shows up in amazing ways. And so I, I, I want to read one passage to you that's just really throughout my whole sabbatical that this just encouraged my heart, uh, challenged me as a, as a husband, as a father, and challenged me as a leader. Love is patient and kind. It is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice over injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It always, it's, is always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. And, you know, that passage is read all the time at weddings. But as a leader, that needs to be who I am. Patient, kind, not keeping records of wrong. And that's what God is calling us to be as a community of faith. See, we're not just called to be in community, which I missed a lot. We're called to be in loving community. 
And I just want to encourage you that God's been working a lot on my heart on this idea of, am I a loving person? Because, you know, when the Bible talks about uh, how the world will know that we are disciples of Christ because of our love. And that means because I am patient with those I'm around. I am kind. I'm not irritable. I'm not keeping record of wrong. I'm not being selfish. I'm seeking the best for others. I'm not rude. So that when people see me, they say, wait, he's loving. And what would that look like for the, in the fabric of Elam if we took the characteristics of 1 Corinthians 13 and we said, hey, this is who we're going to be as people. I'm going to work my hardest at being this type of person. And, and that's what God, like, when I boil it down, I mean, I could talk about um, just the conversations where my mentor just really <clears throat> told me things I needed to hear. I mean, I can talk about the conference I went to. I can talk about books I read, conversations I had, just reflection on my own heart. And I would love to sit down with you guys and, uh, and just have those conversations. Um, I, I took... Uh, a lot of ownership for the fact that you guys gave me three months on the sabbatical. And uh, to me, I had lots of conversations that I wanted to be faithful to you to do the things that needed to be done on the sabbatical so that I could come back refreshed, I could come back energized and encouraged and come back ready to go for another 13, 14, 15, 17, 2,000 years. You know? Um, um, so my heart, you know, how I want to encourage you is God's working on my love, my ability to love. And I just want to encourage you, on, and that is, is how is God want calling you to love in a more Christ-like fashion? Because again, if Christ is our example, Christ did not come to be served, but to serve. Christ left Heaven came to earth, took the form of a baby, and died in our place. A cru excruciating death because he loved us. How is God calling us to love? And, and again, it's this whole keep record of wrong, no record of wrong, it's so hard as a parent, as a husband, as a leader. But that's what we're called to do is keep short accounts and, and run towards him. So that's, that's I, I got 10 minutes. So that's what I can give you in 10 minutes. And I, like I said, if you guys have con uh, questions, I would, love for you, I, I would love to sit down with everyone and just sit, share what God's been doing. And I'd also love to hear what, what's been going on the last three months. Because I have missed you. Tamina and I, we love it here. Um, I have no desire to go anywhere else. People ask, well, whenever I've had a pastor go on sabbatical, they left. Well, Martin's been here a year. I'm, no, I'm not planning on going anywhere. Neither one of us are planning on going anywhere. So, well, yeah, we'll see what God does. So, Martin? Why don't you grab a couple stools, one for you and one for your wife. So, Tamita, why don't you come on up here? Uh, she was not, she said that if I make her talk, um, and she doesn't know what she has to say. She's going to be mad at me, so don't Well, make... that's your issue, not yeah, mine. You're... Tamina, where are you? <laughs> oh, you want, me to in... we want... you want me to implement those uh, conflict resolution pieces? Exactly, exactly, you know. So. All right, so what are some things in which Brian and Tamina, how have they directed you to Jesus? How have they cultivated Jesus in you? Who would like to go first? 
And we're going to put a mic in your face so that it can be recorded because my wife told me this morning she's in children's and she said, I want to hear it. So who would like to go first? <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for saying this later. Brian, when I first came to Elam and first met you, uh, I think we annoyed the living bejesus out of each other. We just... <laughs> That's and... why I was surprised you took the money. But I have to say, uh, having seen and watched and known you for several years now, that I have seen the consistent, faithful, powerful work of the Holy Spirit in your life uh, change you, ministering to others. I have never seen such a faithful youth pastor in my life. Not, not, not once, not even close. And I, I have to say that's amazing. I have a profound respect for you. Thank you for being here at Elam with us. Amen. What a way to break the ice here. So who else would like to go? You know, it's funny because we we came here in 2002, so it was kind of on the heels of when you had just started, and um, I've watched you grow. I've watched you grow into this amazing, God-fearing, God-leading man that you are, and what you have done for this youth, I've watched the youth go through this. Um, uh I fought for you in the budgeting process as well because I understand how much it means what the foundation is and what you're doing um, to take these young kids and mentor them through junior high school, high school, college, and out. It's just been amazing, and uh, I love you a lot, Brian, and thank you very much for all that you've done, not just for the youth but for the adult men as well. Thanks a lot. Amen. Amen. No? <laughs> You're very entertaining, actually. Uh, I've been meeting with Brian for quite a few years now, and um, uh, I'm kind of a problem-solving, uh, linear-thinking individual, and uh, Brian's encouragement to me is that uh, you can't put life into formulas and equations, and um, now that I'm a parent, that's been uh, really evident and clear. And the, the wisdom that he's always given me is A plus B does not always equal C. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I'm definitely experiencing that. So thanks a lot for uh, that advice, Brian. And then I just want to say something for Tamina. Um, she's been an influential person in my life, um, especially like in the process of dating my now husband and just walking me through just different life trials. She's always been somebody who's given me advice. She's corrected me when I've needed correction before, and I've appreciated um, all of it. She's done it with grace and with wisdom, and um, thank you. And Brian, too, thank you for doing the same thing for me. Amen. Anyone from this side? Well, it's to me. No. <laughs> I, you guys, um, I just wanted to say that you guys are amazing. Um, I came here in 2003, and um, you guys are just so strong in, in everything you do in life. So, good job. Well, there, oh, I'm, no, I got the mic. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> no taking it from me when I get it. Uh, anyways, Brian, undeniably, like Jason said, just absolutely faithful youth pastor. I've been thankful knowing that we have you in our corner as we have one teenager and more coming up. 
so we are counting on you staying. And to my precious friend, Tamina, what a servant. Incredible. I mean, her hospitality, always willing to open her door to you, her ear to you, because I have a lot of words. And so I'm just so thankful for her heart for serving and just love watching you serve your husband and support him in his ministry. And um, so I'm just so thankful for both of you. Hey, Brian. So everything that the Lord has poured into you, you've been so faithful in pouring that into the youth. And I love that my son loves to hang out here after school, after church. He just loves to be here. And so that gives me peace knowing that you are helping him to lay a solid foundation and um, appreciate you. Brian, I appreciate you and your love manifesting itself in patience with me and with others. I've seen you grow in that over the years. And so it encourages my heart. And I thank you for your perseverance in ministering to the youth. And just I've seen uh, the fruit in Morgan's life. And so thank you. So I never do this. So you got to know that you're special if I'm talking. <laughs> um, I just want you to know that I see your work through Zoe. She's, I mean, she's always excited to be here. And when she knew you were coming back, she was like, Brian's coming, Brian's coming. <laughs> so <laughs> she, first thing she did when she came into church this morning was run up and give him a hug. So she just, I see the joy that you bring through the kids, or to the kids through her. So, Brian, uh, you and I have worked fairly closely together over the years. And I, w- uh, I was thinking three ways that you have represented Jesus to me. And the first way is something... Um, that I'm not very good at, and that is as we've sat and talked about Pulse and and youth ministry and what's happening, you have always um, been very strategic, thinking and and challenging me, what's what's ahead in the future, and how do you you, um, create the best environment so you can grow into what the Lord has for you? And I really appreciate that perspective. Um, We've had difficult conversations, and uh, you have been, you have demonstrated to me the humility of Jesus in the way that you listen and uh, accept um, you know, my heart and what's going on there. And then lastly, and this is really m- important um, to me, you've challenged me through your teaching, your preaching to holiness in a way that I don't think anyone else really has done and is able to do. And the supreme importance just of obedience, and I really appreciate that. So God has used Brian um, in my family's life. Uh, we were plugged into a church for over 20 years, and just went through a lot of changes and it was a real vulnerable hard hard season for us and God just used Brian to really rescue my husband and Hattie and Maggie and so I just thank you Brian for loving my my husband and just being there for us okay the middle has the mic now (laughs) um this is actually did you write notes I did not okay no. I was going to say. I mean, you know me. I do take notes. Yeah. This, is not, this, this is actually from Jane Quine. So you have something coming all the way from Hong Kong this morning. She writes, Brian has, dedicated, has a dedicated love for God and his word and a rambunctious love of young people and our church body. He wants the youth to understand and embrace that powerful, forgiving, strengthening, and peaceful love of God through belief in Jesus Brian so wants those who have trusted their lives to Jesus to put down strong roots of faith, to hold them in their walk against the schemes of the devil, 
and the persuasive words of professors and others of influence. Brian wants to honor God through his own walk, his own family, and his position at Elam. Thanks, Brian, for your faithfulness, celebrating your return, Jane. So that's from Jane, all the way from Hong Kong. Now this is from me. No notes. <laughs> um, it's just For me, it's just been a privilege being able to work side by side with you, um, being able to, the planning that we can do, the little bit of arguing that we can do, the little bit of, you know, just, it's just been a privilege for me. And I think one of the things that I remember way back when you were actually here, what is it called? Um, candidating, thank you. Um, we were standing out in back of Steve Kern's house. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember Brian looked at me, and he just looked at me, and he goes, they want me to come with questions. What kind of questions should I ask? <laughs> but see, that's Brian. He's always asking what and he's always wanting to do what's the best. And that's so much what I've appreciated. So, and Tamina, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> I've missed you. I can't wait for you to be back on worship. I love you. So, Brian, I told you years ago that you could not leave until all three of our kids were graduated. So, first of all, thank you for hanging around. I appreciate that because they're all done and gone now. A phrase was coined uh, many years ago that, that said, it takes a village, and I don't personally like that phrase because <laughs> the person who said it, but that. Um, <laughs> but I will say, yeah. it takes the body of Christ. And you have been, oh, I hope I don't cry, um, part of the body of Christ in our kids' lives. And uh, <laughs> if they were here, I'm going to speak on their behalf because if they were here I know they would be standing up and they would be saying thank you Brian <laughs> for being a part of their lives and being faithful to them and um, just being that constant influence to them to, to be their friend but yet their mentor and a person who would come alongside them and say hey you know what you need you need to rethink this and you need to get this right, and they are the men of God. They are today because you have been part of that body of Christ, and I thank you so much. Well, I guess I'll go ahead. Um, well, so far, so far, this is this church is full of love and dedication to Christ, and this is a community that has so much depth in the Word, and there's such a strength that I just sense from everyone here today. Um, I've been going to Elam since March and I have fallen in love with this community and this group of friends that I have. And uh, it's just really cool to hear everybody uh, speak their their uh, love and affection and encouragement to this couple here. And uh, before service started, I ran, into <laughs> I ran into Brian and I was like, hey, good to have you back. And he's like, have you met? Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, my name's Andrew. And he's like, oh, Brian, well, nice to meet you, finally meet you. So it's been a few months, but we finally tackled the introduction there. So, so I okay. asked Martin, and I was like, okay, like, how many new people are here that I don't know? Because <laughs> of that very instance. So, okay, sorry.
All right. I, I, I agree with what my wife said, but I'll, I'll skip that part. I'll just talk about you and me. Um, we've had, like Larry said, you know, worked together in many roles. Um, so it's been, at times, I've given you your performance reviews, and at other times, you're my pastor, you're my community group leader. Um, you have spoken into my life as well. Um, I think that you have given me more respect than I deserve, uh, but you have, uh, you have challenged me in many ways. Uh, and as a uh, youth pastor over uh, your, your uh, lay leaders, I have to say that I appreciate that when we've done really gross things, you've told me ahead of time so I can back out and not have to do those things, like those weird things you want people to eat and stuff. Uh, but it's just been fun to to know you. Um, you're stubborn, you're arrogant sometimes, you're <laughs> ADD, but your heart is all for Jesus and in serving him, you're, you do it through this church and this body. Uh, you've been a great partner, a great pastor to me, um, an accountability partner, just a lot of things. And uh, like Fran said, you know, you got us through our kids, and they're graduated, so you're free to go, but <laughs> I don't really want you to. Okay, over here now. <laughs> I have the advantage of I was in Brian's youth group. I have known him for half my life. I'm 26. He came when I was 12. And so him and I started <laughs> off rough, battling heads through my teenage years. He always went to my parents and was like, okay, you got to fix this with her. <laughs> but I am just so blessed to see your heart for your students and how you just get excited with their successes you hurt when they go the wrong way but I think it is such a testament to how you've grown and who you are that out of your 10 leaders in youth group um, six of us are returning students who want to come beside you and disciple these students because of what you have done in our lives and um, to Tamina, just the heart that it takes to, as a mom, support your husband by the time that he puts in and being away from your family, the time that it takes to uh, be so involved in all these students' life does take away from your family and the encouragement you give him as a wife to support him through that is just amazing and I'm very proud of you for that and I know that I would struggle with that so that is a great sacrifice and a testament to who you are as well. So Brian and Tamina um, I just wanted to say welcome back you were so dearly missed and everybody did a great job while you were gone but you two are very unique and we love you very much and miss you. On a personal note, I also wanted to thank you for both of you, just for being real. I mean, you've, you've taken us through your lives, through your lives with your kids, through your growth, through your struggles, through so many different things, things with family like you talked about with your dad, and you let us be part of that. And not only let us be part of that, but you let us learn and grow with you. 
I will never forget the series that you did on worship and how that changed my life and the lives of people in my family. So we just thank you and glad you're back and look forward to all the fun, exciting things. And um, the other thing I just wanted to say is I have been here when you've been teaching studies. I may have been in a different room because Mark and I don't have kids. But I just love the conversations that you have with the young people that are in the here, in the now, and the ability that they can talk to you about anything um, at any time, and you are there, and you direct them right back to Christ and to his word and to practical use of what God means in their lives as shown in your lives. So thank you both. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Over here. You know, we've known each other pretty much the whole time you've been here. We came, Jenny and I came here just after you and Tamina got here. So I've had a chance to work with you, see you, talk with you on various occasions in, in different um, avenues, you know, with the kids being in youth ministry and through uh, men's ministries and uh, elder board. And, you know, we've done it quite a bit together. But what I've really always appreciated about you is the fact that the only agenda that you have is Jesus Christ and Elam. I, I know that you've always had the kids back. If there was uh, good going on, if there wasn't good going on, um, we might have had uh, some differences in perspective in how to approach things, but we could talk those uh, through, and your only agenda was Jesus. And I've had a lot of respect for that. And as for Tamina, you know, we haven't done a whole lot together, but I could always see that you're Brian's stabilizing for us. <laughs> and that, that's tremendous. It speaks volumes about the relationship that the two of you have and how you support him. I can see in Brian how he talks about you when you're not around. It's always with love and respect, and that's huge. So I just wanted to say thank you to both of you. Brian, I just want to say thank you you demonstrated to me early on that it's okay to admit your brokenness um it's easy to be performance driven it's easy to base your righteousness in god's eyes on what you've done paul said in ephesians 2 8 we're saved by grace through faith not in ourselves it's a result of works so that nobody can boast and You've modeled that transparency for me, and the, um, the reminder to me that we come to God empty, we come to God humble, and he gives us his righteousness. It's not based on what we do. It's based on what he's done for us. <laughs> I think it's my turn. So unfortunately, I can't talk about some of the most memorable uh, experiences that we've had together, but what stays in men's ministry, uh, the men's retreat, uh, what's done there stays there. So, But, but in general, uh, just the servant's heart more than anything else is what comes across. And when I'm thinking about, uh, I guess, the last two and a half, three years, and just seeing you at work, uh, not only uh, with the youth, but just with the whole, whole uh, church, uh, that really comes across. And that of the nature of being a son of the living God. Uh, just those two things are, are what categorize, I think, 
what I see in you more than anything else is just that servant's heart and just loving the fact that you're a son of son of the living God. That's really it. Community, community, community. I think I've heard you say that word <laughs> at least a hundred times, maybe two. Um, but you know, and I think I think part of that is based on your personality. Um, that you are a very social person and community is big with you, and that's a good thing. But I also believe that part of the reason you emphasize community so much, that I hear you do that so much, and it's, it's part of what you do, is because that's part of who God is. And I know that it's part of who the triune God is. It's part of what he wants for us. It's part of what he wants with us, both now and so much more completely in the future. And so I appreciate the fact that you emphasize what he emphasizes, that um, you have a love for the gospel and that, that shows through. Um, and Tamina and Brian, both of you guys, the way you live your lives in community with one another, the way you raise your children, both of those things serve as a testament to community and um, relationship that, um, that God wants for us and with us. So thank you. Um, during candidacy? <laughs> okay. Okay, um, I remember um, the candidacy was not going well at all, and um, we as a congregation decided that we were going to do a fast, and I remember just thinking, okay, I'm nursing, I've got a very stressful job, i got another kid, um, I live for food, and how am I supposed to do this? So I learned how to do this fasting thing, and um, I met Tamina, and... <laughs> I actually took off two hours of work, and um, I went um, back to work, and I was going, oh, no, she's going to get back on that airplane and tell Brian she wants <laughs> nothing to do with us because we were all, like, complaining about our young kids and all the struggles of being a young mom, and um, here she is. <laughs> um, it's just been great, and actually, Kirsten's in between your two oldest, and so that's been fun, and... Then fast forward, um, let's see, one day Caitlin comes up to me and she goes, Mom, it's like 485 days. And I'm like, till what? And she goes, till I'm in the youth group. <laughs> I kid you not, if you know Caitlin, she's that way. And she could not wait to be in Brian's youth group. So thank you, Brian. And you have just taught us so much about parenting and uh, we appreciate that, and you have shown us um, just how to put humor into things, which in perspective, and we appreciate that very much, and how to just cherish our children when uh, they're just a whole lot of work. And <laughs> um, so I thank you for helping us with that perspective, and uh, you guys have held Caitlin accountable to so many things, and she has... Um, in amazing ways, just cut things off that weren't healthy for her and has engaged in a um, an amazing um, an amazing life as a teenager, and I thank you for that. Brian, <laughs> back here. Uh, after I got uh, past your pacing up and down the platform, <laughs> I've learned to love you and enjoy you. Your preaching has gotten really good from when you first started. <laughs> and uh, I think you're working pretty good on that love because you love this old couple. 
and uh, we appreciate that. And Tomina, when I see you with those very active kiddos, <laughs> I really <laughs> admire you. <laughs> you can seem to handle them, even you're so quiet and, <laughs> and uh, they're so active. And so I appreciate you too. And uh, I guess they take after Brian, right? <laughs> if only you knew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then those fabulous desserts that you make, boy, there's something else. <laughs> so thank you both. We appreciate you. Just a word I'd like to add to that. What's amazing to me is that Brian hasn't fallen <laughs> off that platform. <laughs> <laughs> I've come close. <laughs> My wife was up there once, and down she went, and you've been back and forth I don't know how many times. You must have uh, radar or sonar or something like that that tells you where you are. But I thank the Lord for you and the blessing you've been to the young people and to the church as a whole. I do remember one time... Uh, many years ago when we had a senior citizen group, we had a dinner that we prepared for all the graduates. And you were there. I guess Tomina was there too. And uh, our speaker was speaking on, he was taking the names of all the graduates and finding out before, before the time he found out just what each one meant. And then he was expounding on and exhorting the young people according to their name. But there was one young person there that we hadn't expected, and, and of course the speaker didn't have anything for him. So while he was speaking, you realized he was there, you immediately grabbed that, that uh, computer and tried to find out what his name meant, and you got it in in time. <laughs> so I thank the Lord for your love for Christ and your love for the young people. Brian Sharp, um, you to this day have still, are still one of the most influential men in my life. Um, and it's been about three years since I left uh, to go to college. And it's been in those years that I've realized how important your friendship was to me and how much you actually influenced my life. Um, and I wish I would have taken advantage of that more because in high school, uh, being stubborn and I didn't always want to hear your honest, uh, <laughs> straight-up advice about this life. Um, and it's over these last few years uh, that I've realized how true um, what you uh, have told me really is um, and just how uh, not right you were about everything, but you, you were a lot about, or you were right about a lot of things. Um, and so you, and, and in the youth group, you were more than just uh, my youth pastor. You were like my, my friend, and that to me uh, meant a lot. And to this day, I've not found a mentor who is um, as much of a friend as you were to me. And I think that's one of the things that I uh, will always cherish the most about just my time in high school. Is I always had that guy, um, and me and Nate and Brandon <laughs> can all attest to this. We always Friday nights we text you and. Uh, <laughs> want to come over in hot tub and go get food because you would always pay and uh so <laughs> thank you for putting up with that um <laughs> but yeah and you were just you were always there for us and you were more than just a job or we were more more than just your job and uh and i know that um 
has impacted my life so much, and your uh, your words and just your friendship. Even after even after I left for college, you would always text me and be like, "How can I pray for you?" And I'm like, "Well, I haven't talked to Brian in like months. Like, and he, he still texts me. Like, that's just it's incredible. Um, and just your your heart for uh, just me and just your students. It just like it's just unbelievable. And so yeah, and there's so much more I can say about you, but I know we're over time. So yeah, I love you, Brian. Okay, one more. Right back there. Coe's got it. Oh! <laughs> what? Did I miss something? Oh! Who am I to deny my second son? Or my fourth son, you know? You mean your fourth son? <laughs> yeah, my fourth oh. son. Go I for it, Nate. Gonna, You're on. Okay. Hi, Brian. I, I don't actually usually say anything ever in front of people because it makes me really uncomfortable. But... <laughs> But I love Brian, so I'll do it just for him. Um, it would take me forever to actually describe how much Brian means to me, but I'll condense it. Uh, I went throughout, came ninth grade, and went throughout the whole high school years with him. And I actually like hung out with him, because he was actually fun to hang out with. And then while I was there, he also dropped some knowledge on me all the time. <laughs> like pretty brutal knowledge a lot but but it was always good later and uh so I, I left for college and over in Wyoming and I don't know I don't remember if I said it to him or anything like that but outside of my parents he was by far the most influential person in my life and so he was definitely one of the main reasons that I decided to stay here because um his I guess the, his influence on my life was far more than I could have ever even imagined. And without him, I, was, I would have been probably way different than I am now. And even still, like, now that I'm older, it's just different problems, but same old Brian. Always just straight to the point, just drive it home. But uh, it's good sometimes to get a nice smack in the head. <laughs> it's always good, so... I just really appreciate you. That's all I thank you. Well, Brian, uh, as a youth pastor, I I watch you since you first time came to to uh, Elam along with Tomina, and you bring youth to your life, to your family, raising kids, parenting. I watch that uh, through Facebook and through Tomina, been telling stories to my wife. Uh, but uh, also you bring uh, youth to your relationship as well that I can uh, see evident in your life. Of course, I don't talk about that stuff with you, but I hear those kind of stuff from my wife, and I truly admire that you guys can talk just like when you still truly young. I mean, you know, talk like from midnight till 2 o'clock just <laughs> talking. <laughs> Uh, I personally <laughs> cannot do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I only have a few sentences, and I don't. And then after that, I don't know what to say anymore. So, but anyway, I truly admire you for of the of that that you bring youthfulness into every single aspect of your life. And a whole different <laughs> schedule. All right, we have something that we want to give to Tamina. So Cheryl, where are you? Hey, I g- I get to sneak in. <laughs> Is that all right? As Cheryl walks forward, okay. to, to me, yes, go for if it. If you get to uh, 
ignore the clock sometimes, and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened in two weeks. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to try to keep this short, and I'm going to try not to cry, just because just what Brian and Tamina just have both been in my life. Um, you know, Brian is the... When he, when he went into youth ministry, you know, a lot of churches, their, their youth ministry person, their youth pastor, is there because they didn't know what they wanted to do with their life. And they loved high school, so they figure, oh, well, I'll just stay in high school and, like, try to share what I've learned with the kids, right? Um, and that's just not Brian. Um, Brian has never viewed youth ministry as a stepping stone to senior pastor or a stepping stone to anything. Like, he has given everything that he is from the moment I... And, and I came, started coming to Elam when he married my sister. Yes, Tamina's my sister. Some of you are like, we know that. Others of you are like, oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> I see the lights going on. Um, but Brian has just had this passion for youth ministry. And the thing that makes Brian so good at it is he's really good at having fun, hanging out with students, and, and, and knowing when to be a kid. But God has just given him wisdom beyond his years. And uh, that has so impacted my life. Just to this day, I would say Brian is probably the most impacting spiritual leader that I've had in my life and am standing where I am today because of having gone through his youth group. And I mean, just from the first stages of meeting him, as, as you step into his youth group as a student, he will ask you some of the most <laughs> disturbing questions um, <laughs> to get into your life, but that's exactly what students need. And, you know, as I've, as I moved away and went off to college and went to different churches and then moved away for a job and, and finally came back, I can really tell you I don't think that, that many of us grasp very well just the gem that we have, having Brian here. Um, and I think the fact that we're 10 minutes over our sharing time tells you something. Um, 13 years as a youth pastor, and he still is cool and fun enough. To, he's bald, but he can like... like <laughs> still capture the attention of, of students and have that fun factor so that he can speak into their life. And, you know, a lot of youth pastors don't get past the fun factor. That's never been Brian. He's always been a fun guy to be around. That's his gift, really. Um, and God has used that to just speak into, into students' lives and take it to the next level of, yes, we're having fun, but let me tell you about what Jesus can do in your life. And just sharing his wisdom, this, again, this wisdom beyond his years that God has given him. And I think that's the key is God has given him a perfect balance of, of just being a fun being guy. Fun, the reason Nate's hair is so long is because he's creating a wig for me. So if you could tolerate for a while, <laughs> I will have hair in about eight months. So. True story. That's disturbing. So anyway, I, I, I won't go on anymore, but uh, yeah, I'll be done. Before and I the cry. disturbing questions don't begin when you, or don't end when you're in his youth group. Go to the men's retreat and get in the hot tub with him. 
All right, you know. <laughs> it's all about Jesus, though, in all aspects yeah. of life. Oh, wow. So, and I really appreciate Brian. He's the party <laughs> in my life, too, so. He doesn't always say that. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, well, we are really out of time. Speaking so. of, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for all, all you, you said. And I'm going to transition just because we need to. Um, community is such a huge it. part of, of what life's about. you, And um, being a part of this community is huge. I, I missed it. And, and <clears throat> we get the opportunity today, just one, bringing a couple people in the membership, but two, just being able to hear their stories. And, and again, this card is not a gimmick. This card is God works, and we want to hear what God's doing. And so I'm going to invite the Pavies and the, the Biggins to come on up and uh, Martin's going to do the official stuff. I get to do the fun stuff. So, um, where's... Phil says the timing is not good. <laughs> hey, Phil, come on up, buddy. <laughs> I don't think my wife is going to come. Oh. Oh. Uh, Cinderella, Cinderella. One of the things that we... Um, we just wanted to hear. It's just uh, I'm going to start with uh, Phil and Joan. Joan, <clears throat> what? Tell us your story. Like, why? Why even? Why do you want to become members? In five minutes or less. Um, well, we've been coming to Elam almost. Uh, we've been coming to Elam almost two years now. It'll be two years in uh, December, and um, we were looking for a smaller church. We came from a big mega church. Uh, one is someplace closer, someplace smaller, someplace where we felt uh, more community. And from the first time we walked into the door of Elam, the people were so friendly, so warm-hearted that we decided to come back. And as we continued to come back, we just felt blessed by this church. And I'll have to tell you a story. Uh, we went out to lunch with Pastor and his wife, and I told him at that time, about two years ago, that we would never become members. That, uh, yeah, what's the reason for becoming a member? You, uh, you can't become an elder, you can't vote. And I thought, well, that's okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Well, as we've been coming, we just felt such a sense of community here that I asked Joan uh, about two months ago, how would you feel about becoming a member? And she says, yes. So that's where we're at now as far as I just love this church. You guys are great. The pastor, the staff, everything about it is what we're looking for. So thank you. Yes, you can. The other two and a half minutes. Um, And I'm going to start by saying my part to you, Brian. You were at. You were the guy at the um, visitors' welcome lunch. If nobody's done that, it's a. It's a great time if you're new to be able to go to lunch and and get to know the pastor, whoever happens to be there at that time. Well, Brian was at the um, lunch when we went over at the Waples. And I love what he said, and I've, I've quoted you many times, Brian, and you, you said, um, every church has a lot, its own personality. There's a lot of great churches in this community. There just are. Every church has their own personality, and you really just feel, find that church that fits your personality and where the Holy Spirit's leading you. And we really believe it's an act of um, obedience and an act of faith that we're taking on membership today. And uh, just a little story of uh, Phil and I. Um, we are, we've been married for about eight and a half years and, uh, we've both been married before. Phil was widowed for a very long time and I was divorced for a very long time. We raised our children as single parents and, uh, 
anyway, our, our, um, how we met is a great story, but I'm not going to tell that now. Uh, but just also to say that um, our marriage is a, is a great story of redemption. It's, it's our story, but it's also, it's even more, it's Jesus' story in our lives. And uh, we just um, stand here as a couple that have struggled in this um, marriage. And, uh, but we are, in the time that we've been here, just had a great um, transformation. And that is thanks to um, the support of this community and Pastor Martin. And uh, we just want to thank you very much. <laughs> no, shave no, no. no shave November. No so, shave November. No shave November. So, Lisa, we're going to... Brian called. He wants us to kind of share, our, you know, our story. And he's like, she's like, well, well, what are we gonna like? What does he want to know? And he's like, well, what's your favorite color? <laughs> so she comes in this morning. She's like, I don't know. So, Russ, Lisa, go ahead. Yeah, Brian called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brian called uh, Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Last Thursday, and he says, yeah, I just want you guys to go up. You know, we're gonna. Uh, we just kind of want to know your story. You know, why Elam? And uh, I said, okay. He says, well. Don't do you want to know more or what? what? Like no? What do you? Are you scared? No. Okay. And then he's told me a story about okay. the hole well, in his leg. It was awesome. When we talked for like twenty minutes. Yeah. When we talked for like twenty minutes. But so I get home and Lisa says, "Well, um, how long is it going to have to be? Are we going to have to go on stage? What are they, What is the exact <laughs> words he said?" I said, "I don't know what." So blue. So pink, blue pink. Um, we want, I wanted to save my story about Brian from when I came up here also. I'll start out, we're from a, a small town in Idaho. Um, I moved up to Puyallup for about three months before the kids and Lisa moved up. And I had tried out a couple of different churches. Um, Lisa's cousin lives up here, and so I went to their church and a couple other ones. And they're just huge. You know, uh, our church was small. Um, we're just used to a community, a family. You know, when you go to a church for three months and you meet the same people and no one knows your name, you know, they keep asking you if you're new, you know, it's just not, um, it's just not home, it's just not a family feel, and uh, the reason we actually tried Elam was because we know um, the Miles, uh, Gretchen is from the same town, so uh, even though we had gone here like four or five times and never even saw them here, we didn't even know if this was the church that they went to. We where we thought we started out going, we thought it was the wrong church. We're like, oh, well, we kind of like this one. Let's just keep going here. And then we saw them, so we're like, oh yeah, they go here. But uh, why Elam is, uh, you know, God's word is spoken here. It's it's not just the community. Everyone here is great. It's a family here. You know, if um, people are genuine, they talk to you. They want to know. They're interested in you and your family and your life. Um, one thing I was going to share about Brian is we got here and he was the first one to really talk to us and to you know welcome us and just want to know about us. Um, Brian and, and Nate, and uh, I had told that to Nate you know, a little while longer. He's like, well, were we weird? Were we like clingy? And then your face and like, hi, how are you? And I said, well, kind of. It was like, it was like that. <coughs> so, and... Um, Another thing about Brian, if you go to men's retreat, and you know everyone has heard men's retreat and Brian, if he says, you're coming with me, and you get into a car with him, just be prepared for an awkward situation, for an awkward situation 
awkward times. But I think what freaks him out about me is I don't care. I'm like, I just, I'm like let's do it. Let's talk about whatever you want. But uh, and I appreciate that about him. He he's not afraid to ask tough questions, and he and he uh, he's real. He it is all about Jesus. It, it, it is. It is. And One he, form or another. He wants to know about your struggles and about you know, and he and he will tell you he's. And he has. He's gone through the same things. And he will tell you how God's word is applied in those struggles. And it's just great. And we, you know, we just love this place. And if we've been here about a year, and if I don't know you, haven't, you know, I, I'm bad with names, but if I don't know you and haven't talked to you personally, I apologize. That's my fault. It's, um, so if you want to get to know us, I'm not a talker. So, you know, it takes me a while to open up. But, or, give uh, <laughs> or give him a mic. Don't give me a mic. Don't give me a mic. Speaking of Mike, yeah, it's Michael's true. birthday Mike. today. Yeah, happy birthday, Mike. happy birthday, Michael. Look at him. He's like, um, Lisa's the talker. Uh, you might want to settle in for a minute. I'm going to give her the mic. Here you go, babe. Oh, my favorite color is red. <laughs> no, that's just the color of her face because you're in trouble. <laughs> First of all, I didn't really know him when I married him. So I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> he tricked me. <laughs> um, pretty much the same story. Um, I was really looking for a church that wanted to get to know us, wanted to know my kids. Um, we have moved away from our family other than my cousin, and so we want family. We wanted to have people that would love on our kids and love on us and people we could count on and depend on. And, you know, when we walked in here, I mean, it was, it was God just spoke, I think, to both of us. I mean, we left and we were like, we didn't know if Miles Church or not, <laughs> but we we felt loved and Pastor bought lunch right off the bat. Yeah, that was a big win. Hey, do you hear that common theme, Martin? You went to lunch with both of them? <laughs> so. If today's the first day. If today's the first day. Brian's back. He's taking you to lunch. So, yeah, anyways, and God has just really provided. We've had great relationships developing and... We just are so excited to finally be a member of this church and of your family. So thank you. Awesome. I wanted to ask you, you know, this church is really about redemption and about people, walking with people and their identity with Christ and their growth in Christ because we're all going to be together in heaven with Christ. And so we, we better learn how to get along now. So... Um, and it's great to have you guys. I, I find the irony, you know, great, you know, two years. We ain't never joining a church, and here you are, buddy. So I love it. I love it. Love you guys. But it's, I, I'm going to go ahead and ask you some questions. And as do you all know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Is it your desire to follow him as followers of Christ? Amen. Is it your desire to walk in community with this, these people of Christ? Are you all willing to pray for and walk with these folks as we follow Christ? All right, you're in. <laughs> no, what? Don't, don't, don't leave yet. We're going to pray. 
And I'm going to ask Jeff um, Forrester if he'd come on up and any of the elders who would just like to come on up and pray over these guys, all right? Father, we, we thank you so much that we could be a part of a day like today where we're celebrating um, the people that you have given us, the people that have joined us by their own free will, the people that you have um, brought here to us. So, Father, I, continuing with that, I thank you for what you have done, and I ask that you bless all four and their families, um, those people they, um, that they serve. Father, I ask that you bless them and bring them into our fellowship in even greater and greater ways. Father, we, we thank you for this time. We look forward to greater community as they join us, as you build up your body. Father, we thank you for this, and we bless your name. In Jesus Christ's name, amen.